There once was a world. I've done this one already. Shit. Um. <laughs> Hi, guys. I got nothing else. This week, I'm starting there. Threw well, him off with that big dick energy. But I'm going to put that at the... Never mind. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, welcome back to the podcast, episode 24. Uh, I'm joined by Destiny. Hey, hey, hey. And Chris. Hey, hey everyone. <laughs> I'm just joking. That's a fraud. Uh, it's Darren again. Darren returns. I got my ass kicked by this grandma. Yeah. And I'm actually in a in a foot cast. A foot cast? Because she if exclusively targeted my ankles for some weird reason. <laughs> I was oh gonna God. say. I was, did you mean my ankles? <laughs> my ankles. I was like, did you mean a full body cast? And then. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, okay. Foot cast. <laughs> uh, she really liked the feet. She has a foot fetish. No. It doesn't matter if you're a man Fucking or a woman. Chris's grandma. Jesus Christ. She's a feisty old southern lady. In Korea. Visiting Chris. Which is why he's not here today. Right. Yeah. He's off with grandma. After the ass whooping that she gave Darren, he had to go calm her down. She got a little too excited. You know what's weird, though? What? She doesn't know that, like, he's friends of ours. No, she doesn't. That's crazy. But maybe with him we can get into her house. Well, you can talk to her because she hates me. She hates... I've fought this chick, like, two times. Well, that's true. Matt, you have to talk to her. Yeah. But she might kick your ass, too. She might. She's not going to kick my ass. Don't no. show your ankles. I won't show my ankles. <laughs> They're the weak point. They are. I don't want I don't want to expose any weak points. No. Uh, anyways, welcome back to the podcast. If you're new, well, then I'm surprised you made it this far. But uh, thank you for joining us. We are a video game, mental health, and a bunch of other stuff podcast where we talk about different things, different games that matter to us. Why gaming is important. I have an echo. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so today on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about fan service in games. And if and when we get to the news, we'll be talking a little bit about House House, the developers of Untitled Goose Game and their plans for part of the revenue, and the wonderful 101 Kickstarter. But... To kickstart this podcast, mm. that's right, guys. Uh, I'm gonna ask you guys some questions. Darren, mm-hmm. wait, this is new. He's never asked us questions before. I've never done that no. before. This no. is a nice, I... nice new venture. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Yeah, Darren. Yes. If you had to, yes, pick <laughs> the <laughs> best. I thought you had a minute to think about this first time. I didn't. <laughs> Video game hat, which would it be and why? Okay. I'm not going to listen to your response. I'm going to think about Destiny's question. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> the best video game hat. I swear that there's definitely some hat in some video game where you can like store infinite things inside of it. Because I feel like that's ringing a bell. But I can't put my finger. Are you thinking on of Mary Poppins? That no, that's, that's a purse or like bag. I know, but that's what I mean. No, but no, like, but there's lots of like games where there's like infinite, like Santa Claus's bag is. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Sag and bag and Barry's pants. What? Sag and bag and Barry. What's sag and bag and Barry? What the fuck is oh sag God, and bag and Barry? Oh my God! I just dated myself. Okay, so on Nickelodeon there was this show called All That, and it had like Keenan oh I know Al- yeah. 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 yeah yeah, and they would be like sag and bag and Barry, and oh. he had these pants, and they would sag, and he would just pull out all kinds of shit from his what? pants. I that's, used to, 
See, I used to watch all that when I was yeah. a kid. I, I don't remember that sketch. Yeah, but... Sag and Bag and Berry. I don't remember watch that it. sketch either. Hey, guys, watch Sag and Bag and Berry later. Now I'm going to have to. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look it up. Okay, so my answer. Best, best hat. Um, It's got to be a hat from the game Hat and Time, because the whole point of Hat and Time is your hats do different special things. Oh, that's cool. So you, would you say that uh, the character wears many different hats? He, um, you're saying that like it's a pun, but it's just a fact. So the hats... <laughs> the hats. I, 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 my, my choice is yet to be determined, but it will definitely be a hat from that game once I've gone far enough to pick a hat. What do what do the different hats do, Darren? I've done the first level, so there's like a hat that makes you run faster. So, there's a hat that lets you target enemies. Okay, so you now have to pick one of those hats. You can't pick like an unknown hat. There's not, You can't bring like this unknown measure All of hat. Hats. Well, out of all the hats I picked, the one that makes me run slightly faster. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I take it back. I'm taking the wing cap from Mario 64 because okay. it'll let me fly. Nice. But I and have when to get it a times, run. And when it times out, I just fall to my death. Yep. So I'll just make sure that I'm <laughs> flying close to the ground. So you can fly in bursts. Can you imagine walking down the stream like Darren's late, and you just see him like a one inch off the ground, <laughs> like nose pointed to the floor, flying forwards, and like, just a slow. <laughs> <laughs> like a human Roomba. Yeah. But Darren. the wing cap would be great. I'm picking that because I want to fly. I'm surprised you didn't pick his hat from Odyssey, which lets you just like change into different shit. I am not into the body horror or the nightmares that might give me by switching into the body of like a frog. Then you could have actually that. Then you could have actually taken Chris's body over, <laughs> and actually done his voice accurately. It's a Mia. It's Chris. It's a Mia. Chris, you're so dumb. <laughs> Yo, if. If somebody, if, if Mario got a revamp, his name would be Chris. Hi, I'm the I Italian the plumber Chris. Chris. Like, I don't date guys with the name Chris. Like, I specifically, if I find out their name is Chris, like, this <laughs> emotional block goes up and I immediately <laughs> friendzone them. I'm not joking. Damn. Yeah. Shout out to all Chris's everywhere. Sorry. Sorry, Chris. They don't want to date me anyway. Okay. Okay, good. Good answer, Darren. Thank you. He picked a hat that goes a little fast. I think that might be one of my first you good answers. Mario. Uh, Destiny. Yeah. If you had to pick three video game characters to start in to star in a reboot of all that, who would you pick and why? Well, that's hard. I don't think anybody could really top that. Well, th- but it's a video game adaptation. It'll obviously be worse. <laughs> I mean, like. I don't know. That's hard because I haven't played any games that like I could picture them taking on the. Because all that is like a bunch of different skits. It's like yeah. it's like a Saturday Night version for yeah, kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's not for kids. I know. But like, I, I guess you, what video game characters are good at improv? <laughs> Again, it doesn't have to be. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't say. I didn't say a good reboot. But like, if you were like the so mar- I'm just picking random let's people. say you were like the market, like the marketing exec at one of these companies, like we're fired. we're going to make all that for all these youth. Let's pick some video game characters. Okay, well I would pick Mario because he's like really well known. Okay. I would pick um, Pikachu because he's really well known. <laughs> I see a common thread here. I'd pick Doom Guy because he's good with all the kids. Who's Doom Guy? From Doom. Oh, that's his name? Yeah. Doom Guy. Doom his guy. name is actually Doom Guy. Can I pick Ralph from Wreck-It Ralph because they turned that into a game? It's about a video game. I'll take it. Yeah, sure, why not? It's video he's game like adjacent. funny, right? Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. actually has a personality. Yeah. So, Okay, those three. Cool. 
Okay, cool. Please. But now it just sounds like a really weird version of that show, um, Draw Me. Drawn together. Drawn together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That like it... super fucked up Comedy Central yeah. one where they had like a bootleg Pikachu and yeah, fucked up characters and a bootleg Link and a bootleg Betty Boop. Yeah, I never watched that show. It seemed I saw advertisements. It looked kind of funny. I think you'd like it. You probably would. <laughs> I probably like. I should go watch that. I watched it all actually, and there right. are a couple of great episodes, but like largely. Sometimes there were very cringy moments where I was like, "Oh, yeah, did yeah. they just get away with that?" Yeah. <laughs> like when they take the um, the knockoff Pikachu and make it work in a sweatshop making shoes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. That, I don't know if that flies. Yeah. <laughs> they ended up making like a shoe Megazord. They did. Oh my God. Yeah, no, they just did whatever they wanted. They just wanted. want, yeah. It, it was a different time. It was it a was, very different yeah, it time. Was. It was the time that MTV still kind of played some music. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Barely. One, one an hour. Yeah. All right, Matt. So who's, who's got a question for me? I've actually got a decent question. Are you? Wow. Does that mean that my questions were not decent? No, I'm comparing it to my wow. pre- Okay. You know what, Matt? Your questions are shit. <laughs> I hope you feel terrible. Shots fired. About all your questions. Yeah, okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant in comparison to my shitty questions. All right. Um, if you are going to open a video game school, who, what video game character would be the principal, the science teacher, the English teacher and the gym teacher. And you can't pick a character who is already a teacher in a game. So okay. you can't pick like Fire Emblem Three Houses characters. Okay. So principal, English, science, gym? gym? Yeah. That's a good question. That is a good fucking question. Thank you. That For was principal, I pick Mario because he's really well known. Copcat. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nobody princi- from Final Fantasy VII? Uh, well, oh, well, by the way, listen. Who was look? Oh, look yeah. who brought that up first. I brought it up because you look, told look, me I was look, always going to bring look it, who up. it up. First. He actually Destiny brought it up at work, it. guys. So I had to do it. And I will take this aside for me to say that I definitely did not listen to twenty four hours of podcast to look up to see if Destiny. How many you times should she know, mentioned though. it? But I don't think it's more than like two or three times. Thank you. There's no fucking way. That this it's, makes it that, the fourth time. Th- yeah. Honestly, I, I from my ninety six. No. No, there's not. He's so fucking full of it. I wish you guys could see his stupid face right now. Stop. Back to the principal question. Back to the principal question. Um, Can I, if I pick a a villain, can I assume that they would do good in the school? Yes. I will allow that. Okay, so for the science teacher, I picked Dr. Robotnik. Ooh. That's like really good. Yeah. For the English teacher... He could have picked the doctor who made Mega Man because he's a bunch Dr. Light would have been better. Oh, Dr. Wily. Dr. Light oh, is yeah, a good right, one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dr. Wily's the villain. Mm-hmm. Either one of them would also work. Uh, but Robotnik, I think, would be a funnier teacher. Yeah. yeah. I'd like Robotnik as a teacher. Um, is that like Jim Carrey playing him? He mm. is. Um, <laughs> and then for the gym teacher, I would pick... Uh, what is his name? Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War. Oh yeah, he put you in a shape. He's, he's a, a big buff. Boy. He's a big beef boy. Big beef boy. He he get beefy big boy. He get a <laughs> <blah, blah. laughs> for the English teacher. I pick Pikachu. Oh my god! <laughs> no, not even. Uh, that class would learn nothing. Nothing. Uh, at all. The English teacher. I would pick. Pick somebody with a British accent. 
Mm, I have someone, but I was going to pick them. So, for, okay, I'll, I'll switch. Principal, mm-hmm. Bayonetta. Oh, oh, she would really punish those dogs. She, she would run that school, man. She would. She would run that school. And for English teacher, I will choose someone. <laughs> from Persona? I'll pick Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Why? For the English, the English teacher. Because he would teach them with friendship. Oh my fucking god. And he's traveled a lot. He has lots of experiences <laughs> he's from different places. All, but he traveled to places where they all spoke English. Right. Which is why he's the English teacher. No, that's like me living in America forever and then being like an English teacher, which I am, by the right. way. But, right. but it's, conver- <laughs> it's conversational English. <laughs> it's like I lived in an English-speaking country and then left to go teach English. <laughs> I thought you made a character. I thought you were going to pick a character who read like a lot of books or something, like yeah. some wizard character no, or something like that. Fuck okay. that. He was All like, right. no. No, I'm picking Sora because he'll teach them about friendship. Okay. And then listen, he That's knows. All you need to know in English. He knows all friendship. the Disney stuff. So he's like in with the know-how about the young things sure. kids like. About the 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 nobodies and the heartless. And yeah, that. and then like he'd also pull like great guest speakers. But would they like respect, imagine walking? Would they to... respect him because he looks like a child himself? Because he is a child. Technically. Yes, I know. <laughs> they would respect him. All right. All right. Yeah, that's those are my three. Okay. I mean, that's four people you asked me to do, and right. that's four people I filled. Great. Cool. Good questions, guys. Yeah. Everybody, good, good I slaps all around. <laughs> uh, Destiny, what's new? What's going on? Um. So I just downloaded this game. Oh, yeah. oh From Apple Games, and it's called Towaga. Ooh. Um, I'm saying this wrong. I'm going to open it so I can say it. Tawaga. It's like Tawaga Among something. Tawaga Among Shadows. Sounds cool. It's kind of like they were like Tawaka Among Shadows, but then they were like, let's make it sound like cool. So they said Tawaga Among Shadows. They had a stroke in the middle of naming the game. Yeah. That's not funny. God. I'm sorry. Darren. I'm sorry. Don't co sign strokes. I'm sorry. Unless just, you're stroking. Just, <laughs> just beating up the elderly. <laughs> hey, she had it coming. All right, so um, it's like... I mean, like, I only started playing it, but, like, what really got me, of course, as always, is the art style of it. Um, and basically, from what I got from the story, is that there's this void... It's called a void monger, and he's... And he's fighting against, he's basically destroyed your entire village, and you're like this being of light. Mm -hmm. So in order to, like, pass these things, you're fighting these uh, dark beings, but these beings that you're fighting, you're freeing their souls with, like, your light power. Interesting. Sounds like Kingdom Hearts. Sounds like Ori in the Blind Forest. I think it's like Ori and Kingdom Hearts had a one night stand, and then this Tawaga came out. And they mixed it with like. Tawaga Qua- sounds like a very ghetto black name now that I think about Tawaga. it. Tawaga. Yo, Darren, I have this girl I want you to meet. <laughs> name's Tawaga. Her name's Tawaga. <laughs> and I think you two would get on fine. Oh my god, they would! You would look like. Oh my god, was that movie that was so terrible? Napoleon Dynamite! You would be like La Fonda! <laughs> guy's name? What was the little white dude's oh. name? Napoleon. No, he didn't get with Kip? the black girl. Kip. 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 You're a Kip. Oh my, oh god. my god. You just have to find your LaFonda. <laughs> find me Tawaga. Where I, is she at? I don't know, man. 
I'm gonna look now that I know you like chocolate. Where's I'm trying. At? I'm trying to search this because I never made it through Napoleon Dynamite. I hated that movie. It was garbage. So now I'm trying to it's just to look it up. Look, it's Darren. Oh, oh my, my god, it is. Holy, that actually looks like it's a photo of me. That actually looks like what you'd wear. I wish we had video. Just oh my so god. I'll put this picture in the in the show notes. Okay. Please do. Yeah. Um. That and like I started, like I started me. trying to Google her name, and what the hell? I it's I told you, yeah, this man's my doppelganger. Yeah, for real though. Is that the actor? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm like, oh, I don't look like Kip, and then you show me dude, that look, photo. This like, is that's him for this real. Is, yeah. This is 11 years later. This looks just like you in high school. Are they actually married? No. No, no, no. I'm sure they no, just no, took no, like no. a picture together. They were just taking a picture together. Yeah. Okay. But now I know what you need in your life. I cannot <laughs> La wait. Fonda. La Fonda. I cannot wait. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, well, keep keep playing. keep us posted on on that little that little game there. I know. I'm sorry, I didn't tell you guys much about it, but I literally just started playing it. That's in fine. Subway updates. <laughs> updates next week. It's got you intrigued. It does. Yeah, it does. Okay. It does. Nice, Darren. What's new? So, I have a a, a lot that's new, so I'm gonna just blow through them. Bull, bullet it. The biggest one is I beat Death Stranding. Fuck. Now I really have to finish. <gasps> it. I finished it. I finished it. See, I knew that's why I had to get you that soda. <laughs> and it only took me 85 hours. So I can do it in 40. So you could do it in 40. I, You know what? I'm very sad. I never finished my road. My road is missing two segments. You can go back and finish. I, I will, I think, actually. Because I genuinely liked the gameplay so much by the end of it that like I would consider going back to keep playing it. Uh, we'll hold off talking too much more about it until we are all where you're still okay I just want to know like were you satisfied I was not satisfied Uh uh-huh I wasn't either the the (laughs) I was not satisfied from a uh, narrative perspective I think the narrative was disappointing Uh, and I have some reasons why but I'll save that for our spoiler podcast hey yo when are you gonna like finish it I'll I'll get it done okay I'll get her done Um, but get her done done. satisfied gameplay wise not satisfied narrative wise and if you want to know why you'll have to stay tuned yeah yeah the story was weak Uh, and then (laughs) and then I've picked up and started three games Uh, I've played through almost the entirety of Cuphead with Chris in one night he came to my apartment at like 8 o'clock and stayed till 2am and we got to the final world of Cuphead um, and it was great, and also an absolute nightmare, and I hated every minute of it. Really? I love, no, it's like a love You hate. loved to hate it. I loved okay. to hate it, because you'd get so frustrated, and then when you beat it, you just feel so good. Uh, I definitely would say it's more uh, difficult than Dark Souls, do you because think, it's always the comparison people make. Do you think, uh, because you, play, you guys played the game naked, did that affect the way you guys played? It was a lot hotter, for sure. Yeah. Oh, it was hotter? Yeah, it was a lot hotter. It really steamed up naked. the place. No, I, I know. But, like... I didn't know if it was, like, hotter because, like, you know... Well, I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, clothes are restrictive, and you want to be, like, as need, nimble as possible. You need so you full take, range of motion. You need to take the clothes off. Right. And then, obviously, we, 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 we snuggled to keep our extremities... Uh, nimble How are you playing and... the game if you're snuggling? So I'd wrap my... We'd like, you know, like he'd sit in my lap and then face me. And wow. so like I would put my arms around the back. The visuals and he would put I am getting arms around back. are making me really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> did, did you have a mirror set up behind <laughs> you? Know, you like, we're going to stop this joke How? right here. I'm going to end it. I'm if gonna you're end this sitting... No, no, we're done. We're done. We're cutting it off. Anyways. Um, you just haven't put the hand mirror. Cuphead was great. <laughs> Cuphead was great, and 
then I started uh, Jedi Fallen Order, and it hurts my brain because it's not Dark Souls, but it feels close enough to Dark Souls that I want to change my control scheme to play like Dark Souls, but it's faster, so the control scheme doesn't work. What uh, difficulty are you playing on? I'm playing on Jedi Master. Hardest? Is that the... One below the hardest. Okay. And I die so damn quickly, and the load times are so long. Yeah, it's I was really playing a Jedi Master at first and bumped that shit down. Uh, I want to see if it gets easier you as I get more powers. You Master, and the game was like, bam! Nope. Well, I mean, like, I beat... I platinum... I'm just kidding. I, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. I know you're joking. I, I was thinking, like... I've you played Sekiro. Yeah. I played Sekiro and platinumed it. So I'm like, I should be able to handle this, but like the load times make it really annoying and it's not as like mechanically polished. Like the the combat to me feels much less polished and my brain keeps hitting the Dark Souls buttons, but when I change them to the Dark Souls buttons, my brain keeps hitting different buttons or not reacting fast enough because right. the Dark Souls control scheme is not meant for speed and this game is a faster game. Yes, um, which is why I liked it. But I do... I'm I'm liking it so far. I'm only on the second level, but like I'm liking the Mi combat and the the gameplay, and it's fun. And then the last game I started, I started Night in the Woods. Nice, oh. finally. Be, and and because you two both talked about it so much, so I'm like, I feel like I need to finish this. Yeah, oh, good. I'm glad. So, uh, are you liking it? I am liking it. It's funny after finishing. Death after Stranding. you watched Death Stranding, and then you played this game, like the storytelling and yeah. Night Nights in the Woods. It's it's. Amazing. I'm not super far. The only thing is going to like an indie game like this, I find it kind of boring in between just watching the story mm -hmm. because yeah. there's not much to do in between. You're just walking from point A to point B to just get more story. So the story's good, but I'm only playing it in small bursts because I get kind of bored, bored just walking around. But I am liking the story. I actually liked the, the I'm not going to call it traversal, but like the point A to point B of Night in the Woods because I found it to be small enough. Yeah. And like... You can find little different routes in between, like when you get, you can start getting on top of like buildings. And yeah, stuff. like yeah, it's, yeah. I, it was cute. It, it, for me, it didn't overstay its welcome. Yeah, um, there's just one point where I got completely lost and couldn't figure out what I had to do. Oh yeah, and it, but it took me too long. But that's the one thing. Anyways, yeah. that's it for me. Cool. What about you, Matt? What are you uh, up to? I have been continuing my. Dragon Quest. Questing mm. <laughs> <laughs> for those yeah. dragons. Yeah. Uh, still really liking it. If So I, I got lost yesterday for the first time about, like, where to go next. And that's only because, like, I... It's like, talk to this the Queen Mermaid and she'll tell you where to go. And I did and she told me. And then I was like, but I'm going to go finish these side quests real quick. And then I forgot where she told me to go. So mm -hmm. I was like, instead of going all the way back to talk to her, I'm just going to look up quick where I'm supposed to go. And I think I'm on chapter, I'm on, like, the way that IGN's, like, labeled out the walkthrough, I'm on chapter 9 of 12. Oh, you're pretty far then. So, and I'm about, like, 25 hours in. So the game's actually not that long? N seemingly not. Like, I, I'm guessing I'm going to finish around the 40 to 50 hour mark. Like, right. I'm, like, That's tentatively, I'll say, let's say, even if I go double, which I don't think I will. That'd but... be shorter than Persona 5. Right. Um, But this kind of feels like, like baby's first JRPG, but not in, a like, a bad way. Right. Like, it kind of takes, like, the classical things that you'd expect in, like, a classic RPG mm -hmm. and condenses them. Mm -hmm. The open world isn't massive, so, like, it's it's big, but, like, going from spot to spot doesn't take more than, like, a minute or two. Okay. Where, like, other JRPGs, you can spend time going from one place to the other, yeah, right? Yeah. The enemies are, like, if you're, you don't really need 
to I haven't ne like needed to grind. Right. Um, a couple of the bosses have been tricky, but like outside of that combat has not been difficult. The story again is is your kind of standard JRPG fare, but like the characters are likable enough that like it's it's a fun ride. Looks super pretty, but like it kind of takes your classic JRPG, but just removes a lot of the bloat. Right. And well, streamlines it. So, like, I'm really liking it. That makes sense, because Dragon Quest predates Final Fantasy. Like, it's, like, the original JRPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, And it's probably, I think, the only JRPG in existence to basically never really truly change, the like, its foundation from how it started. Like, Dragon Quest now is, like, pretty close to the same way Dragon Quest was back then. Minus, Outside like, of the grinding MMO. and quality of life. And all the, the MMO. MMO and the builder game. Or yeah. Whatever. The main line. Well, the main line, 10 was the MMO. Was it really? Yeah. There was a Dragon Quest MMO? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, 10 was like an MMO. Oh, just like Final Fantasy 11 and 14. Kind of ish, yeah. MMOs. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm liking it. And that's basically all I've been spending my time with. Um, just because it's it's fun. And oh, I've been clicking cookies. Still clicking fucking cookies. Um, I'm very happy that you're still... You're still engaged. Yeah, but like I like I found out I found out yesterday <laughs> that like I'm playing mobile and mobile apparently is missing a bunch of shit that yeah. the PC version has. But like this time I'm in too deep to switch to PC. So yeah. I wonder if there's a way to export. You can't. You can't export mobile. It to, uh, that's a shame. So I will keep clicking for for the time being. Well, the cookies will be clicked. But yeah. All right. Well. Good, good job, guys. S snaps all around. Everybody Yay. everybody did a good, a good old... Sounded like Morty a little bit over there. Yeah. Snaps all around, guys. See, that sounded more like Chris than before. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Uh, yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about fan service in games. And Destiny, do you want to kind of cue up the conversation for us here? Ass We've been talking tea. about... Ass, ass, ass and titties. titties. Yeah. That was my cue up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like how do we define fan service? Um I think fan service is okay, well actually let's what is the actual definition of fan service and then we can give like our mm -hmm. idea of what fan service is. So Me Miriam Webster's dictionary defines fan service. Okay, fan service according to Wikipedia, uh fan service Fan service, one word, or surface cut is material in a work of fiction or in a fictional series which is intentionally added to please the audience. The term originated in, Jap in Japanese in the anime and manga fandom but has been used in other languages and media. Because, yeah, fan service doesn't always mean it's, like, sexually focused, but I think the way that we use it today when implies that they're, When we're talking about like, fan service, we're talking about S and two. S, but S, like NT. in the anime world, I think that's usually what fan service means. Yeah. Like if you're yeah. talking about like comic books, fan service is like, oh look, Captain America showed up, which is like, in like mm. Moon Knight's comic. Like it's like a little crossover. Yeah. So it's but like, then I don't think of it. I think of it as a cameo. No. I don't think of it as fan service. And the fan service I am more interested in talking about is the ass and titties oh, fan service. Yeah. Okay. Like even just searching <laughs> fan service, um, like the first picture that pops up is top five erotic fan service anime, and every picture is. <laughs> Ass and titties. Yes, um, that's what it is. Right. There's like a whole game that was just basically fan service. I think it was a volleyball game. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Volleyball. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but no. So we wanted to talk about it a little bit because it's also in the gaming world. There's been more and more services that have been cracking down on games that have excessive fan service, um, and like f certain visual novels, which are basically like, almost, like, erotic simulators. Like, Sony has basically out been, like, we're not putting this shit in our store anymore. Mm -hmm. Funny enough, Nintendo lets it all on. Yeah. Well, Nintendo's based in Japan. Why wouldn't they? But so is Sony. Yeah, well, 
Yeah, but I feel like Sony has a huge, like... Yeah, they're trying to be more... In the U.S., yeah. you know what I mean? Sony is usually trying to be more North American conscious than yes. Nintendo does. Uh, Nintendo doesn't seem to really care about North America yeah. at all most of the time. But I feel like Sony has put a lot... Like, there's no... Are there any, like, Nintendo companies in the U.S.? Yeah, Nintendo of America is, like, a huge body. There's, like, Nintendo of America and Nintendo of Europe and Nintendo of Japan. But are yeah. they and actually producing things? Uh, n- there's no... Because I know there's no Sony... First, yeah, there's no first-party Nintendo okay. development studios in Because I know America. there's development studios in the U.S. for Sony. Yeah, yeah, there's money. So that's yeah. why I'm saying, like, they probably are like, nah, we're yeah. not doing that shit. I see what you mean. Nintendo owns some American companies, like Retro Studios, but that's not a Nintendo company. Yes. It was a company before that they just, you know, purchased. Yeah, that, that was my point. Um... Um, I just, I don't like it. I mean, I like if a character, if I can make a character look sexy if I mm-hmm. want to, but like looking sexy and looking quote unquote slutty mm-hmm. or quote unquote like a stripper and there's nothing wrong if you're a stripper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like if that's what works for you, do you. And there's nothing wrong if you want to be a freak on the weekends, do you. But I'm just saying in my game... Like, I would like the girls to have a little more respect with their armor and their clothing. Like, yeah, I get tired of everything being super I, skimpy. I think it's in, intention is the key difference there, right? Because a lot of these people that are wearing these skimpy outfits in video games, the intention of designing that way is to, like, please the male gaze. Yes. It's not there for, like, a narrative purpose or yes. anything like that. And they're also usually made by men yeah. Yes. who are like, let's give this character... A giant ass and giant titties just because. Yeah. Because I definitely think we can think of examples of female characters in video games that are maybe a little more sexual, but are probably written in a good way, right? Yeah. Well, isn't Bayonetta? Like, yeah, isn't, so yeah, actually, Bayonetta was, I was going to use as an example. Bayonetta was actually designed by a female lead artist. That's why. And um, her character is entirely built around her sexuality and using it as like a a strength of hers Mm. and if you actually play the Bayonetta games like they're I mean I can't believe I'm gonna say they're well written they're not really well written because there's like ridiculous stupid stuff happening ever like left and right but like she's never she never has power taken away from her and like you know that what she's doing like she's enjoying herself she's having a good time like this is it's her choice this is her choice it's her character yeah um, it seems like with Bayonetta, she has a choice in the matter. But like, if you go to Skyrim and load up an R, like a female armor set versus a male armor set, not maybe not Skyrim, but some older like Western RPG, well, you put up like the female armor set, and it's like showing more cleavage than the male armor set. Yeah. What? The thing is, is that like Bayonetta, even though she's wearing like body forming outfits, mm-hmm. she's not like super exposed. No, you're right. When she attacks, her clothes come off. Yeah. But, because <laughs> her clothes are made out of her hair. Yeah. Uh, but also... Which is weird, because when you look at the concept, it doesn't look like her clothes are made out of her hair. No. It just looks like regular skin-tight clothes. But what's yeah. kind of interesting is her body proportions are exaggerated, but not in, like, a sexy way, in the kind of, like, a weirdly monstrous way. Like, her mm. legs are, like... Super long. Three-quarters the length of her entire body or something like that. Mm-mm. And, like, it's... You can tell it's not, like... Like, she's meant to be, like, a sexy character, but it doesn't seem like she's meant to be, like, a s- submissive character or anything like that. Like, I don't know. She's not... 
I know what you a, mean. Yeah. It's, I'm trying to describe it. It feels like, like she's she, sexy, but like it's not somebody you'd want to fuck. Yeah, like, but like the intention. I mean, like, just like put that out there. Like, she's hot and she's sexy, but yeah. it's not somebody who you're like. Yeah. I want to get in that. Yeah, exactly. And you can tell like, that's what the developers intended. But she looks like, like she looks like a really hot alien teacher to me. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a really great description. Yeah. That's actually a really great description. She doesn't look... She's not, like, built like a human, but not, like, the stereotypically, like, JRPG, like, boobs the size of watermelons way. Like, she's, like... Like, her body is wonky. Yeah. (laughs) Her body... Her her body's whack. So, so I think... it Like, I mean, gaming started out this way... And, like, in kind of this fan service kind of stuff, it was probably to sell games back 30, 40 years ago. To boys. Right? Well, I mean, that's, no, that was because the... I'm thinking of, like, games that used to come out back in the day, and, like, it wasn't about a bunch of sexy chicks. Like, if you think about the games that came out back then... No. That's not... That, I mean, like, they make that, like... In some games, it's, like, a focus. Like, if you're playing an MMO, you have all these, like, over-sexualized costumes. Mm-hmm. Right, and, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, it... Back so, then, I didn't feel like it was. Like, okay, for example, um, the Final Fantasy series, like, the characters, like, they're pretty, but mm-hmm. they're not over-sexualized. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? What about, like, uh, Lulu from Final Fantasy X? Lulu was sexy, but she was also covered up. Like, she wasn't exposed more than you would see a girl being exposed sure. to a little okay. bit of cleavage. Sure, sure, sure. Right. right? And she just had a nice shape. Mm-hmm. So, but I never looked at Lulu and was like, damn, she looks... Hella slutty. Like, she looked That's like... True. It looked like her, her armor was impenetrable because she was right. wearing all these belts. It was no, no, just... No, no, I think Lulu is the the witch. She had, yeah, like, the coat. Yeah, I'm thinking of Lulu. Did she have belts? It was like... I thought her skirt was, like, different belts. Oh, maybe. I'm thinking of... I thought she was just wearing, like, a, a jacket from what I remember. Am I thinking of the wrong witch? I'll pull this up. Hold on. Um... So while we're looking, this no, her her dress, her skirt is belt. Oh, you're right. Yeah. All right, I was remembering. Got me mad, confused. I was like, what? No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is all belts. And like, she looks but like what Jennifer. she's wearing is like not anything too crazy because if you think about it, back in Victorian times, they did wear things off the shoulder when they sure. were trying to be a little like, like provocative. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Where their like, corsets worked and everything. Like yeah, that. yeah. So yeah. that doesn't look like too much to me mm-hmm. right but like dead or alive is actually like a great example because like the there was i think there was the last dead or alive volleyball that came out i remember reading about it but there was huge controversy because the devs said that they were going to tone down like the it wasn't boot. the volleyball game it was the fighting game it wasn't the fighting game yeah, dead or alive six dead or alive six they said they were going to tone down like the boob physics pretty much and, and people fucking no like no. people got pissed online there was like massive backlash it it was they said they were going to tone down the fan service and all the trailers showed uh their redesigned costumes that were different from what were their like classic costumes and they were like way less revealing like kasumi had like a full body like ninja suit rather than like the cleavage that she was showing in her like robes so they redesigned their costumes and they're like yeah we're going to tone down that kind of fan service stuff and yeah you're right people lost their minds so why did they decide to tone it down because i think they're trying to be taken more seriously as a fighting game and oh. I think the idea is that a lot of the gaming world just sees them as the fan service fighting game. Oh, well, that's what they started. Yeah, but the kind of ridiculous thing there was like obviously final, um, 
Dead or Alive is also well known for having like hundreds of dollars worth of microtransactions for costumes you can buy for their characters. Uh. And as soon as the game came out, they started selling all the skimpy costumes as DLC. So it's like everybody should have known that they were they weren't gonna not do that. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the backlash itself that people were so upset that these characters were not being sexualized is kind of like bizarre. Well, the same thing. I don't think it's bizarre. If you think about, like, the majority of gamers. Right. Right. Well, this is the thing. It's like, I guess I'm just taken aback by, like, did they did they hear themselves? Like, how can you be so mad? It's like, how dare they stop this character well, from about, being sexy? Like, it, you're, you're also think about the ages of the ones who might have been complaining, mm-hmm. right? So if it's, like, young teen boys who are like, what? You're taking like the I could fan see, service out of I my could, fan service fighting game. I could see yeah. them being really mm-hmm. upset. I can, yeah. I, I have an interesting question for you, and I don't know if you know the answer. Okay. When do you think? Because you were saying back, you're talking about your games back in the '80s or and '90s, where it's like, yes, there my wasn't game. not your everyone's games. I know yeah. I've, I've played a lot of them too, mm-hmm. um, but the the games that came back uh, that you played that weren't really having a lot of fan service, mm-hmm. when do you think the fan service really started? Like, what games do you think were the first to do that? Hmm. I would say it probably started with more of the fighting games, like... Dark Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. Darkstalkers? Darkstalkers. Dark um, what was that other one? King of Fighters? Street Fighter never really had too many. Street Fighter never... But Chun-Li's outfit is like... She's gotten progressively more... Yeah. Yeah. You know? Was it Fatal Fury? Maybe Fatal Fury. I don't remember. But, like, I just remember... I remember the first character I thought was sexy was Blaze from Streets of Rage because she wears a mini skirt ah. and, like, all her clothes are tight. Yeah. And, like, I was just like, oh, wow. She's like, that's the first character I ever played who was sexy because I remember um, when Tomb Raider came out, she was not sexy. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about playing a female character that is sexy versus one that's, like, wearing, like, less revealing clothes or, or seems less overtly sexy? I guess my thing is I feel like a character can be sexy without having to reveal, mm-hmm. like, a, a, ton bunch of of, a, a ton of skin. So it just depends on the game. Like, And also I feel like if it doesn't make sense in the game, then I don't want it. Right. So I've played MMOs, obviously, and you can, like, do your costumes, and some of them are really cutesy and sexy. Mm-hmm. But, like... And, the, okay, so there's a game called Terra. I know, I'm sure you guys have heard of it. It's like yeah. an MMO. Yeah. So the costumes in the U.S. are more modest. Uh-huh. And the costumes in Korea for the game are, like, a lot more sexy. Uh-huh. And the issue is, is that, like, the character that I played is a very chibi-looking, like, young girl. Mm, right. But then if you see her costumes that they allow in Korea, it's almost borderline like pedophile-ish oh that was a there was a big problem with that in uh one of the game series that i like xenoblade chronicles and uh, when they released xenoblade chronicles x for the wii u uh in your character creator they had a boob slider to increase the size of your boobs and they only put that in japan mm. and they did not put that in the west and all the people in the in the west screamed censorship uh which i think is a ridiculous argument yes. because it's like 
it's not censorship, it's localization. They yes. want to make their game in a way that they think appeals the most to that demographic. Yes. Um, and they also had outfits that you could wear in your characters, and you have this one character named Lynn, and I think she's like 11 or 12 years old, and all the female characters have like, and the male characters have swimsuit outfits too, but the girls have swimsuit outfits, and Lynn's swimsuit outfit in Japan was like a bikini that was like too small for anybody, too, and like it basically just covered, covered her, nipples. her nipples, and that was it. And like obviously the West version didn't have that, yeah. But like I'm like, why is that okay to to like sexualize? Uh, uh, an underage girl like that, like, J- Japan has some issues there that they have to sort out with their game industry. You know industry. what's weird, though? Like, and I definitely, I'm not for sexualization of younger people. Mm-hmm. But it's weird to think about, like, a long time ago, it was actually okay. Yeah, like, like a mean, long like, time, like, hundreds yeah, of years like ago. Hundreds of years, not even hundreds of years ago. Like, well, yeah, now, because we're in 2020. I would say about 150 years ago, okay. it was okay. Like 15 to in certain areas, like oh, 14 yeah. to 15, like they could get married, and you're still really a fucking kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that age, yeah. you know what I mean? They're like that's them, them fine birthing age. Yeah, but not even just in the South. You know what I mean? Like, and it's still child brides still happen in yeah. parts of the world, which that's is true. really, and it the thing is, is that like it's in all of our history. Like the, this thing, and oh, then like some the of us, world have, history. yeah, the yeah. world history. So like we have like grown to be like, okay, this is taboo. But there are a lot of other cultures who don't think it's taboo. And I wonder if like j- the reason why Japan only kind of thinks mm-hmm. it's taboo is because America got or Western culture got involved with in, their old history, with their old history, and they're like, no, you can't do that. And maybe that's why, but they still try to get away with it. Yeah. And a lot of their games, a lot of their anime, anime yeah. like well, manga. I'm just looking up here. So the reason I've been so quiet is I've just been looking up. There's a great article here that I've been going through called uh, "Is Japan Turning a Blind Eye to Pedophilia?" It's come from Sierra and Varley over at BBC UK. And basically, what I didn't know was that uh, child pornography was legal to own in Japan until 2014. Holy crap. Did not know that. I did not know that either. Um, the law has obviously changed, but, like, the sex relations of minors still continues. And from what, like, there's certain places where you can go and find, like, sexualized younger, like, girls. I obviously, because it. it's, it's not cause it's not just, like, it's not boys. Uh, like, it's obviously sexualized girls. Um and it's, it's still really easy to find over there. It was. I mean... And, like, some of it, like, they're, 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 there's a couple interviews here, and they're basically saying, like, they like it because, like... The of the Well, of the, yeah, the innocence, the purity yeah. of it, but, like, it's sexy and dirty, yeah. but it's pure kind of thing. Because it's taboo. Not you to like make, what yeah, you're exactly, not right? to have. So, like, I didn't know that they didn't, out, they didn't ban it until 2014. I didn't realize and, that. I mean, but that makes sense, though, because, like, it's so prevalent in their anime... Yeah. Like, and yeah. they're always pairing, like, a young girl up with, like, an older man and, like, a lot of their stories. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed that? I'm... Really? Like, you've never watched any anime where it's, like, a young girl oh, and for an sure. older guy? That's well, what the, I mean, like... But like, the thing is, they always say they're, like, they're the same age. Like, they're both 14, but nah. the girl is, like, three feet tall and the guy's, yeah. like, five. And he looks like he's fucking 26 exactly, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and I mean, like, so in uh, another she's piece of fourteen, she's a four hundred year old fairy. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Where they do shit like that. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And like, there's a there's another line here that says, uh, so owning child pornography became illegal in Japan in June 2014. In the 12 months between July 2015 and July 2016, there were 37 cases sent to public prosecutors on grounds of owning this material. In the UK, in the same time span, there were more than 5,000 arrests for possession, with 481 found guilty. Cool. Guilty. Why is there such a massive gulp? Under Japanese law, when they find an abusive image, they need to identify the child, confirm they are underage. And in order for an investigation to proceed, the victim has to bring charges. Oh my god. So they make it super complicated for any sort of... That's because they run the government over there and they still kind of want that shit to go on. Yeah. That's rough. I think, yeah, they've kind of, yeah, they've obfuscated it in a way that it's like... They're like... Because the world thinks it's bad. All right, all right, all right. We'll say it's against the law, but there's going to be a lot of red tape for you to convict us. They, and, like, a lot of, apparently a lot of, um, so there's the whole, like, lollycon thing. Have yeah. you guys heard that term before? Yes. Yeah. For anybody who's, like, not sure, but, like, basically, like, anybody who they call, like, a lolly is, like, a sexually explicit child. Like, again, same idea. Mm-hmm. Um, there are comics like that that you can buy easily in Japan. The government tried to ban them, but apparently artists and publishers resisted on the grounds of free speech. And they fought back so much that it didn't happen. Yeah, and now, like, we were just in Japan, and, like, me and um, our friend Nat went into, like, a just a store that had a bunch of different anime and books and games and stuff like that. We were just walking around, walked down an aisle, looked toward left to right, oh, it's a bunch of kitty porn drawings. Like, it's, like, just walk into any store that sells manga, and you're going to see a bunch of, like animated like underage, underage girls chibi looking girls doing things and the thing is is that they draw their bodies as children too yeah yeah well they're always like child height and the face is always super yeah but if you've seen like the nude ones like yeah. i've seen them in japan like they have small breasts yeah yeah and they put like them in like little freely little yeah. girl panties and yeah. things like that uh, you know what i wonder i wonder if like this type of fanfare like came from Japan. Like, yeah, what, I wonder, what were the first, what were yeah, the first, who like... who was the first to, like, really do this? And I feel like it has to be them, because it was already in their anime and, like, their manga, and then when they started to get really into video games, it's, they still put that kind of thing the, Well, there. you're talking about... The, sorry, you, you go first. The manga seems to be their kind of... Because, like, what the... As this article kind of points out, the manga seems to kind of be their gray area, where, like, it's not legal. Oh, well, it's not illegal, but, like... You, you kind of know what it is what, like yeah. when you're buying it kind yeah. of thing, right? So, like, the manga seems to be their kind of blind spot. Because, like, if you go to anywhere, like, back home, if you go to, like, a fucking Chapters or an Indigo, you're not going to find anything remotely close to that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you'll find manga, and sometimes, again, it has sexualized teenagers. But usually, again, it's teenagers, which, again, not that it makes it okay, but I think it's more... It's a easier People pill to swallow. People know that teenagers are being sexually active. Exactly. And if, yeah. if it's, like... A teen and a teen, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Then it's like, yeah. It's an easier pill to swallow than long. I mean, it was right? basically fucking Twilight. They were teens. Yeah. Fucking around. Yeah. And it's like the way... Babies. The way... Oh, God. 
and they'll imprint themselves on a child. That child is mine. I've Wasn't laid claim. Wasn't that super fucking weird? Like, he was in love... Okay, I'm sorry. I just have to go on this little rant. <laughs> he was in love Twilight with time. Bella. I didn't watch any of the movies. I heard about this. I watched the first movie. I tried to watch it with my dad, and my dad, like, five minutes in was like, what is this shit? And he left. <laughs> and I never read any of the books, and I only ever saw the first one, but so many people were into it. I heard about it. So, like, evidently he, the wolf boy was in love with Bella, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't actually in love with Bella. He was in love with the essence of something that was in Bella, which was the (laughs) child that she had. That was not yet born. That was not yet born for years to come. We didn't even know if they were going to make it or not. And then when he had the baby... Then he was in love with, he was like, oh, that's the reason why I was in love with you, because of this child. And I was like, "Mm." Oh, no. (laughs) Do we really want to go there? But it's okay, because she ages super fucking fast. Stop. Twilight is garbage. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, We're talking about Western MMOs and things like that that also have fan service with, like, their armor, like, sexy armor and stuff like that. Was that a Japanese thing, or was that a Western thing, too? Because I think Western RPGs have this issue as well. Yeah, but I think Western RPGs kind of came after JRPGs. But I think it's also the Western RPGs, they're more often than not, like, at least seemingly adult women. You know what I mean? When you're making a character, you're making, like, a warrior whatever and like and if her, she's her, sexy usually she's supposed to be sexy like yeah. that's how you're supposed to see her yeah you know and it's I mean? like so like i feel like i feel like that's a big difference between like a western rpg and a jrpg generally speaking when it comes to this kind of fan servicey element is that like women in most western rpgs or western games tend to seem older than the ones that are in JRPGs or in visual novels. They yeah. seem like adults. Because like a lot of the like a lot of the visual novels that I've played and even like the great ones, like again, they're they're all about teenagers. Not not one of them that I can think about that they're about adults. Like yeah. I'm saying like twenty five plus. Most of them are like, I am seventeen years old, yeah. right? And then like I think the one I played with KFC, she was actually an adult. Wow. So I think I think that's Thanks, KFC. Kind of, and yeah. again <laughs> and I feel like Western RPGs follow the trend again because it's, especially at the time, it's male developers and artists making it for males to consume. Yeah, but you largely look at stuff speaking, like, at, like wow, and like the the night elves are sexy and pretty, but they're not over sexualized. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I just feel like I feel like Japan did it first, and then the U.S. wanted to get on it, but they knew they couldn't get away with the same shit yeah. that Japan gets away with. So we, we have to look at the timeline. That's a really interesting I think, like, yeah. thing to think should, about. I didn't like, think about that. We should have done that before. Even, even like, so, um, I remembered while we were talking, uh, an interview that I remember reading that Yoko Taro did. And Yoko Taro uh, yeah. is the... The creator of the Nier Creator of the Nier series. series, right? So Nier uh, Automata was fucking massive when it came out. And 2B, who's the main character, is, like, Super hot and in, like, a lot of cosplay circles. She's known for being, like, this, like, sexy android. Yeah, there's a button you can press that self-destructs yourself, and it makes your skirt fall off. And then, like, he, uh, he did this thing where, like, if you try and, like, look up her skirt... In... She'll, like, hit the camera away. Yeah, but she's, like, apparently kind of, like, playful about it. Like, it's, yeah. like, it's like a... Mm. And when he was asked... Again, this is, like, an episode... Like, the story is supposed to be set about... I haven't played it, but this, I remember reading this comment. I was like, I don't know if this makes it better or worse, but basically, he was asked why an android... 10,000 years in the future is running around in high heels, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, 
it's this like sexy android. They're like, why did you put her in heels? And he's just kind of like, I just like girls. <laughs> he like full, like flat out. That was his answer. He's like, yeah, I just like sexy women, so I just wanted to make her a sexy woman. I mean, like, okay, I get that. Yeah. You know what else? Um, they asked Miyazaki why all of his protagonists are always young girls. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, all of his protagonists yeah. in his movies are young girls. Holy shit, yeah. I never thought of that. And he was... I can't remember what he said. <laughs> I'll pull it, it was up. like on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> it, but it was something like... I'm, uh, he's going to pull it up. But yeah, like I think Japanese men are just fascinated with young girls. Well, the thing about... Um, Near specifically is like I don't know what how old she was to be and I guess the way to skirt it is that oh she's an android she's not a person so yeah it doesn't matter how old she is I don't think uh, I don't think they ever say her age uh, I was given the impression that she is supposed to be like an adult she's definitely not portrayed as a in, child like, as a childlike like? manner she looks like an I'm adult. sure you've seen pictures of her before here. to be just pull this up real quick to show destiny. Yeah. Oh, I have seen her before. She looks like she's 16. She does not look like she's an adult. Really? Yes. She looks like a teenager. Uh, I don't know. But, the, like, she's an android. She's not actually, like, But again, like, I feel like that's such a, like, that's a, I'm oh, a 400-year-old fairy. Like, yeah. that's no. well, She the... doesn't look like an adult to me. She looks like she's definitely, like, a teen. Really? Yes. Hmm. I don't know. She never gave me, like, the way that she her speaks. her face is very... Well, maybe... Because when you play the game, she speaks with, like, a ton of authority. And, like, the way that she speaks and everything like that... Ah, uh, okay. Gave, did, like, her uh, personality personality did not give me the impression. So, just looking at her photo, she looks like an anime teen girl to me. Yeah, right. like, she does. Like, she looks like she's a teenager. Yeah, right. Just from looking... Like, because I didn't play the games, but just from looking oh, at yeah. her... Oh, yeah, I can see she that. She looks yeah. like a teenager. Yeah. So, but, like... And, like... So, I don't know, like, do you think that makes it at all better if, like, his reason is just straight up, like, I like sexy sexy women, I wanted to make a sexy woman as my protagonist, because that's what I like. I mean, like, I'm sure the reason why all of them make sexy fanfare is because that's what they like. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, the fact that he's admitting it, I don't think if you asked anybody else who made games, like, why they made it, they wouldn't be, like, not saying why they made it. Like, it's obvious that they're into women and women's bodies, so... I have, um, I have a very difficult question. Okay. Um, d- what do you think kind of effect it has on the game consumer to be seeing, like, the, all of these images? I feel like most of the female characters in games are sexualized to some degree. And, like, how, what kind of effect do you think that has on the consumer? And do you think the game creator should even have to bear that kind of responsibility to even think about that question. Well, okay, so from an artist's point of view, I think they create what they want, and they think it's beautiful, and they put it out there, right? Mm -hmm. So however people take that is how people take that. That's not their responsibility. Mm -hmm. But they should be aware of what they're doing, Mm -hmm. and they shouldn't cop out of it and be like, I was just creating something I liked. No, you created, like, two girls in a cup, so you knew what was going to (laughs) happen, right? Right. So, but I think it has a very negative effect on younger... Impressionable youth. Yes. And I say that because I feel like porn has the same issue. And I know the guys who are going to listen to this are going to be like, shut the fuck up, Destiny. (laughs) But listen to me. (laughs) Boys will watch porn before they've ever done anything. And they will see these women getting treated a certain way... And then they will have sex or try to be with somebody for real and want to do the same shit 
that they saw in the porn. Mm-hmm. And we are not porn stars. We are not getting paid to look like we love what you're doing. Like, it's mm-hmm. very different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like people shouldn't over-sexualize women. Because if you've ever played some of these, like, MMOs or, like, some of these Call of Duty games or whatever... And you've gotten into a game with a bunch of younger oh God, yeah. players. It is like negative motherfucking city up in there. Yeah. Like, it's so bad. And if you happen to be playing a girl, and then they hear your voice and they find out you're a girl. Oh, God. All kinds of sexual harassment. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't think it's... I, can't, I really can't see anything super positive coming from it other than guys being able to get off on it. And yeah, because it's interesting that, yeah, you mentioned specifically the effect it has on youth because I kind of agree with that. Like, I, I would like to hope that an adult is developed enough to not be too affected by that kind of thing to know the difference between, like, what's right and what's wrong and, like, right. oh, it's a woman, she's sexy, but, like, whatever, she's not real. It's not a real woman. Uh, but for, like younger kids who are obviously playing games and they're seeing like for for boys this is their like idea of what a woman should look like and things like that and also for little girls playing games and seeing like is this what i'm supposed to look like that's really important and i'm glad you brought that up because i'm just gonna bring up something really quick like being a black female and growing up and when i would watch tv or cartoons or something and i wouldn't like rarely see a representation of myself that was a very negative that had a very negative impact on me and like I know a lot of other people so if you're like a gamer girl and maybe you're a little overweight or you're pudgy or you have acne and then like you're 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 now you're comparing yourself to something that's not even real yeah and girls compare themselves all the time especially if it's something that you know men like you want to be what men like you know what i'm saying so i think there are a lot of like different negative things that could come from it i think part of the problem with video games specifically too is control and ownership right like when they when they get games and they have their time with it and they play them usually they have some sort of some sort of control over the woman right like mm-hmm. whether they can control them in a party whether they can play them directly and i think part of that problem that comes along with that is ownership right they feel like they own these characters they feel like because they spent possibly hundreds of hours with them right they have like a sense of like this is my tifa for example right mm-hmm. and the reason i bring up tifa is again because like People had, like, a massive backlash to... Well, not a massive backlash, but there was backlash to her uh, redesigned look in the Final Fantasy VII remake Mm -hmm. because she is showing a bit less skin. And she is... Matt, you gotta stop bringing up Final Fantasy. Bring up Final Fantasy VII so much. But, like, they... What's it called? Um, With the way that... (laughs) Sorry. You got you so good. I know. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) Fucking, where's Chris? Um, No, so, like, they, they got pissed off because she's showing less skin and they've, like, literally, like pulled up like her she wasn't even showing that much skin no. in but, the original but, but they pulled up like um renders of her character from the original final fantasy and like counted pixels saying like look this is how many pixels tall her legs are her legs are shorter in this <laughs> oh, like this she's supposed to be showing like she this had a really skin. big bust yeah, yeah and that's what i mean and they are comparing her to her new design which i mean by no means isn't like not sexy either like no. you know what i mean but like well, how it's did they this... feel in advent children because they made her less sexy in Advent Children. Yeah. I thought they were pulling from that for the new redesign. I'm not sure. I, I wasn't 
teacher <gasps> Diego and Admin was coming out, but like, so I feel like that 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 feeling of ownership and control because they play these characters, they, they feel think like they own them exactly. Yeah. And then when changes are made or when they're told that this woman does not belong to you, right? Like they might not know how to react, or they might get fixated on girls that they know in real life, get stuck on a certain thing about them, and then become obsessed, right? Like yeah. or become focused on them in a way that's unhealthy, right? Like, you have that, like, that fucking nice guy, good guy me, and it's like, oh, I'm so good to her, why doesn't... Oh, well, my God. You know what I mean? Like, why doesn't Brad. she want to date me? Because I'm a good, like, I'm good to her. She wants somebody like me, but whatever. Yeah. And they feel like this, again, like this sense of ownership, this sense of, like, They feel control. like they're owed it. Like, yeah. because exactly. I'm being nice to you, you owe it to me, and that's not it. You know what I'm saying? It's not how the world so works. So if a chick who you didn't find attractive was nice to you, would you feel... And that's the fucking weird double standard. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't feel like they owed it to her. No. You know what I mean? But another thing I wanted to say is, like, I know some guys who purposely play female characters in games and dress them super erotically... <sighs> Because that's what they want to see. Exactly. Yeah. And so again, there's that too. They have that control over it, yes. right? Like, look, and I have a rule when I'm buying a game that if they don't show skin, daddy's not in. Oh, but Jesus you play Death Stranding. <laughs> <Jesus>. Hey, <laughs> Norman Reedus shows some skin. He does, and when you try to look at his junk, he definitely calls you <laughs> yeah. out on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, to circle back to Miyazaki, um, from what I've been able to find, uh, I found a couple quotes, but basically, in back in 20, 2002, um, when they were talking about Spirit Away, he said, I wanted to make a movie, especially for the daughters of my friends. Mm. Oh. And then he also goes on to say that just like he loves women very much, and yes. like, not to okay. say, like it not in a creepy like way. Like it was, like it a, was just like in a feminist kind of way. He like feels like, like they should be represented yeah. more. Yeah. And I just couldn't remember exactly what he said, but I also wanted to call out the fact that he is also like a major person in media who also portrays girls, but he doesn't portray them in a sexual way he at does. all. And I think part of the thing too is that like <laughs> he portrays a lot of younger kids and like the, the his characters are almost always younger kids but like he also kind of said that like it's part of like seeing that kind of like childlike wonder mm-hmm. in in these characters so like i feel like if you're going to have kids as your protagonist like that's a great reason to to, yes. to have that kind of emotional connection like my neighbor totoro kiki's mm-hmm. delivery service yeah which are all streaming but not in the spirited US. away <sighs> princess mononoke yeah and you know it's weird. I wanted like even when I watched those, I wanted like all those characters to fall in love with <laughs> the person that they were with, except in my neighbor Totoro. No, there was a little boy in that too. Oh. There's always like a little boy or something, yeah. and it's always like I want them to be together. <laughs> it's like a cute thing. You it's know what really I mean? cute. Yeah. It's yeah. really cute. So I guess I don't like. That's the thing is that it seems like where we're at now, especially with these like hypersexualized younger depictions of I'm just girls waiting for a sex simulator. I'm, I think they probably already exist. I mean, like, okay, so in Second Life, you can fuck in Second Life. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they do mocap to for the moves and everything, yeah. which is hilarious to me. But, um, I think, I think you're right about the whole controlling thing, and I think that's very scary when mm-hmm. I think about it. Like, that makes me really nervous. Especially because, like, <coughs> excuse me, um, even with VR taking off now, right? Like, there was a, a, a game that came out in Japan on PlayStation VR that's... I don't know if it's available stateside or not, but it's basically, like, you in a classroom with this 
sex like with this like school girl and then like you can like help her study and oh, yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, it was and never it, localized. It never yeah. Came. So it's like it's like again the intention is for you to spend time with this hot school girl and like you know, so like I feel like. As Why don't we see more dick? You know what I'm saying? Why don't Why don't we see more dick? Because <coughs> every time I see dick in a game, it's always like these like survival games where the characters are fucking ugly. Like they're <laughs> so ugly. Like was it Ark? Yeah. They're so ugly. There was another one. They're just all Mostly ugly. Like they're Conan, not... the game that yeah. Chris was talking about. Ugly. They're well, all can, ugly. Can't you make them design your character to be a little yeah, more but attractive? You, no, they're still no. ugly. Yeah. Mm. But I think that's because women don't really okay, so need to see that. Here's, here's something. So yeah, about that Conan game, they actually had a uh, endowment feature which you can make the dick bigger different sizes. They removed it? They removed it. What? Be- because they apparently they were going to get slapped with an adults-only rating. Oh, Which is a death sentence for almost any game in any country. The PC version, they could still have it uncensored, though, because there's no rating system for PC games. I guess so, yeah. Okay, but, like, wait a minute. That doesn't carry over to making women's breasts bigger, only... It only carries over to making penises bigger. That's fucking sexist as shit. Yeah. Well, I guess the fucking way around it is, well, the boobs are still covered. Like, you know what I mean? This was yeah. like full out dick flopping around. I want to have my dong. I'm sure that's what I'm sure that's the, the argument that they would use. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I the say PC, slap a loincloth on it. I'm and pretty sure call the, it a day. the PC version still has that feature. It does. It does say that Steam still has it. It's just like if you want to release it on console. Yeah. It's blame the ESRB. Because the ESRB is probably... Is it ran by men? Uh, I don't know. There's no a idea. there's a great no-clip documentary uh, interviewing the people at the ER, ESRB and talking about how... I just think women are like sexualized too much. Like, yeah, I think so Also, too. women can't, like, breastfeed in public yeah. because they're over-sexualized. And, like, you know what, guys? Titties are for nourishment. That was... That is... Scientifically, scientifically, what they are there for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, whatever else you want to think about titties is what you want to think about titties. Yeah. But, like... Well, there's a story about, like, how uh, before the uh, Americans and, like, Europeans uh, entered Japan... Yeah, that's what I said uh, earlier! Yeah, like, the, the, the Japanese actually were, like... They'd walk around topless sometimes. They just wear, like, loincloths. Like, they have all the shared baths and everything like that. Like, nudity was not a problem. And no one would seem like it was a sexualized thing. And it wasn't until the Europeans Western, came yeah. that they started to, like, cover up and be more, like, Well, supposedly Adam and, and like Eve that. were free as fucking birds. And <laughs> yeah. ate an apple that was like, hey, <laughs> gotta cover, cover up, up your dick. And even, we're the only people here. God's like, like, God's like, I'm putting away that genital slider. He was pretty upset. He was like, who told you to put on clothes? All right, God. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see what the future holds, because I feel like the only way that anything like this will ever progress. I think it depends on the people playing the games to grow up. And the well, the, and the people buying the games. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, playing yeah. and buying the games, yeah, yeah. right? Like, because if there's no want, then it's not going to be there. Yeah, right? that's true. Did Norman Reedus really need, like, shower scenes, though? Yes, he did. Did he? I don't know. I think Kojima's just... Kojima's just a wacky fucking He's dude. just a wacky guy. I was just curious. Because yeah. I noticed that, like, um, in a tell of two... What is it? Tell of two souls? Twin souls? Beyond to, to Beyond, Beyond Two, two Souls, souls? Yeah. like when she took her like shower scene, because she's always Ellen Page has always looked like a young child yeah. to me, and I was like so cringe because I think she was I don't know how old she was, but I was like, let's let's. She, she was an adult that at that up. point. She was. Yeah. She was. Yeah. But but yeah. So she had, well, 
people like doing shower scenes for some reason. But in games, it's like, it feels unnecessary. Yes, I agree. For Death Stranding, I understand why, just because it's the supposed piss to be like... Because the piss and shit grenades. Yeah, well... I just feel like that was weird, too. It was, it was, I guess... They could have just taken his blood while he was asleep or he's, something. He's, he's trying to have, like, the whole simulation life of, like, you go to bed with him, you wake up with him, you have to take a shower. Like, he's a human being. Mm -hmm. Human beings have to shower. Human beings have to go to the bathroom. They don't even do that much planning in a movie. uh, You know what I mean? Well, yeah, Kojima likes detail. So, you know what I think game... You know what what game I think could have used a shower scene? Untitled Goose Game. Oh. I'm going to take a hard left into... Segway. Into into, into a bit of news here. Nice segue. Thanks, man. Um, on, so this is coming from Games Industry. Oh, Dump. by the way, that means we're jumping into news. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, we have a couple news segments we're going to hit. Um, Untitled Goose Game promises 1% of its, at least 1% of its future revenues to Australia's indigenous groups. Uh, like I said, this comes from James Bachelor over at GamesIndustry.biz. James writes, uh, Australian developer House House has pledged to donate a share of its income to help the nation's indigenous populations. Since the 1970s, there have been calls for non-indigenous, non-indigenous Australians to pay towards the groups displaced by colonists from Britain and Europe. The Pay the Rent movement encourages donations to indigenous groups, and the Untitled Goose Game developer is the latest to sign up. Our video games are made on, sto- on stolen, and I'm probably going to butcher this, but Wurundjeri land. The studio announced via Twitter, we at House House will be paying at least 1% of our income to indigenous groups in perpetuity as part of the pay the rent movement. We encourage others to do the same. That's awesome. That is awesome. But then I was just like, why just 1%? I feel like this is in equal parts, like them being like, we're going to donate the money. But I also think it's equally about getting people talking about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? To try and help like help push other companies to do the same. Also as an indie studio, I... I guess the, this, yeah, is their, this is the very first. Well, they the said first at least ever made. I, they said at uh, least one percent, right? Uh, okay, so like, okay. I'm sure they're open to expanding more if they continue to do well. I think it's good that they're not like. I think, I think it's good. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't mean to like shit on their one percent. I was just like, one percent doesn't seem like a lot, mm-hmm. but maybe for an indie, nah, nah, one percent is not that much. But I'm glad that they're willing to do it because pe- so many people have shit on natives. Mm-hmm. For like the longest time, they do it in Canada. They do it in mm-hmm. America. They basically do it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so. but it's it's nice to see just to like even get people to talk like talking about it, right? Because yes. like, like I'm sure like the as much as like the financial aspect helps, even just talking about it and like having it out in the public. Because again, maybe this will inspire another company or a group of people Hopefully. or whatever to do the same. And who knows? We should like, do it in America and Canada too. Yeah, they talk. That would be should. fucking amazing. You know what? I take that back. I take that statement back because a lot of people like will talk the talk and not walk the walk. And they didn't have to do that. No, they didn't. And that's amazing that they did because I'm pretty sure there are a ton of fucking companies that don't, give a shit about yeah. the natives. How, how much does Untitled Goose Game cost? So, just, okay, so very quickly, um, Untitled Goose Game was not the first game. They made one before called Push Me, Pull You. It was a little indie thing. So, but Untitled Goose Game was, like, their first massive success. And to do that right after your first hit, you know what I mean? Like, these companies... You gotta get around, back, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, they didn't wait to do it. They're like, yeah. we made money on Goose. Like, we're gonna give back but immediately. Yeah. And I think Goose Game costs, like, 20 bucks. Yeah, so if Goose Game costs 20 bucks... And they're donating uh, a percentage of that, and they sell like we'll say like 
five. I don't. I think he's five hundred thousand sales too high for Untitled Goose Game. I think it's more than that. It's already over a million. Okay, so then five hundred thousand at one percent actually is a donation of a hundred thousand dollars. That's good. So it's actually like it's not. It's not. At, it's, it's, uh, well, how much percent? So if you're selling five hundred thousand units at twenty dollars, one percent is a hundred thousand dollars. There you go. And like I said, it's already sold over a million. So, like, and again, like, in perpetuity. So they're going to keep giving back. So I want to know, like, I guess, like, later I'd like to research and see, like, what actually the money is going towards. Yeah, like, what it's actually doing. Like, is it helping to buy them land? Is it helping to, like, get their education on board? It seems like they're going to be donating to the Wurundjeri Tribe Council, the Warriors of Aboriginal Resistance, and the Indigenous Youth Network Seed. So they have, like, specific organizations they'll be working towards okay. i'm not sure what each one of them do yeah. okay. um but i'm sure they they're just but kind they're of not like, ran by the government no but these are like by these, yeah. Okay. This, yeah, by, like this goes straight okay. to the hands of the indigenous groups which that's is good, good. Yeah. um and i hope to see more people like more companies do the same because us like it's great that they're doing it in australia i'd love to see them do it, like you said destiny back home in canada because the native americans are treated like fucking garbage yeah and in america as well so well if we ever get really famous <laughs> We'll It'd definitely be nice to get, get back. back. Yeah. It would be really nice to get back. It would be. The other story that we're going to quickly talk about, Wonderful 101 Kickstarter. So this comes from Daniel Robson over at IGN. Platinum Games has now surpassed over $1 million in support for its Wonderful 101 remastered Kickstarter campaign. The studio tweeted a thank you to the Kickstarter's campaign, 130,000 plus backers, and shared a video of the team celebrating the milestone. So for anybody under, uh, unaware, the Wonderful 101 was a game that came out on the Wii U uh, done by Platinum Games. It was an original IP that a lot of people seem to love, but just wasn't coming to current consoles. Uh, they apparently met with Nintendo, and Nintendo was like, you know what, we'll let it go. They have been working on this for over a year already. Like, it's almost kind of good to go. There's, there's almost it's coming out in, like, April, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's more of, like, a pre-order than anything else, but they're also bringing it to uh, PS4 and Xbox, um, uh, is, is, I don't think it's Xbox yet. I think it's just PS4, Steam, and Switch. Is it just PS4, Steam, and Switch? Okay, so not just Xbox. PS4, Steam, and Switch. Um, but yeah, like, I think it's super cool. Like, a lot of people seem super excited. I've never, I never looked into this game that much. Um, Darren, did you play it? I have tried to finish it twice. What about this game is special enough that people would want to rally behind it this much? It is just such a unique experience. The whole game is played, uh, I've either of you heard of the photo, the photography concept of tilt shifting no tilt shifting is like when you shift your lens a little bit and it makes your image look like a little bit blurry around the edges and it makes it look like it's toys like if you take an Ah, image of like yeah i did that on adult swim for the longest time yeah so the whole game is made from a tilt shifted perspective so you're playing like little toy miniature characters and you're literally controlling like a hundred people at the same time and uh but the people like morph together into objects like all the hundred people turn into like the shape of a sword and then you're just like a giant sword swinging it's like picture the combat of like a devil may cry or a bayonetta but with like the weird cutesy toy miniature aesthetic and gotcha like influence they look like you're a bunch of gotcha toys yeah and um and it's just so unique i've never seen anything like it um and i i didn't finish it because i not because i didn't like it I just, like, there was always something else coming out at the time. Right. And playing on my Wii U controller was a little uncomfortable. Are you going to pick it up when it comes back to Switch? Um, if it's priced properly, then I might actually do that. What do you think is a fair price point for it? <sighs> Given that Nintendo is not involved, because I think if Nintendo was involved, it'd be full price right away. Do you uh, think that it's going to be... Like, f- f- 
I think I'd pay for it at forty, but I think they'll probably price it at fifty. Okay. Is what the Canadian dollars? Be. Yeah, Canadian dollars. Okay. So yeah. I guess like forty forty. American is probably what they'll price it at. 40 US is what I'm thinking. Cool. Um, but, like, it's definitely a game that deserves to be played just because it's so unique. I prefer Bayonetta. I prefer something like Devil May Cry. But, yeah, just it's a cool. very, very unique game. I highly recommend looking it up. Cool. Very cute. Nice. Awesome. Well, that brings us to the end of news. And, mm-hmm. and that brings us the to, end of to the end of this, podcast. this week's adventure into the minds of three friends who journey together into the wilderness of life of love of titties. ass and titties today was a landslide of ass and titties it was indeed and on that note on this landslide of ass and titties darren is there anything left that you'd like to say i'd like to say nothing Okay, well then say bye. Bye. Destiny, anything left rattling around in that that beautiful noggin of yours? No. Oh, no. (laughs) Lilo just answered for you. Then Destiny, say bye. Bye Bye-bye. We'll see you guys next week. Are you going to say bye? I got nothing left to say. I'm done. Okay. Okay. Bye. See you next week. Peace out.